and welcome to Man's Not What, Season 1, Episode 19. My name's Holly and I live in a pop culture black hole, but luckily for me, I've got a lovely friend, John Bass. Say hi, John. Hello. Hello. He has got his finger on the pulse and each week he'll be sharing things with me from the world, from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the self-service checkout at Tesco's. Yeah, Martin, the uh, market store guy who always tries to sell you flannels. Oh, do you know what, Martin? I've had it with your flannels. Mm. I've bought five since I've lived in this area. Yeah. And I don't need any more. Yeah, they just they just wear out so quickly. They yeah. just fray. And they wash. They're eco-friendly. Yeah. yeah. So. So I don't need any more. Right. Thanks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. I'm just um, tucking into my tea that um, the that's been made for me by your PA, otherwise known as your husband. That's true. Um... You may hear some clanging in the background. That is because my husband Richard's making a delicious meal. So I am sorry about that, but also I'm not sorry about that. Yeah, if Holly um, doesn't eat, she gets hungry. So <laughs> this, we're sort of on a restricted time frame. Just to clarify though, Richard isn't like some kind of slave trapped in the kitchen just making tea and cooking meals. I mean, he is. I mean, the chains are just for show. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just want to clarify, sometimes I do make dinner mm. and you know I've actually never seen you make dinner have you never I don't, seen I, me? like genuine Rich what's on the menu for tonight mate uh, fish and chips basically but vegan veganised vegan fish and chips mate fuck that yeah. sounds alright absolutely bossing it and in the kitchen what are you battering them he's battering tofu but also with seaweed in it to give it a fishy flavour damn there's no seaweed at the shop confession uh, time no seaweed so tarragon and parsley is basically the same tarragon and parsley very fishy um, little known fact <laughs> Richard got influenza recently and, <laughs> and you he called it influenza. influenza Richard caught influenza recently and in his comatose state hmm. watched the entirety of Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares UK. yeah you told me you came UK. <laughs> you <laughs> told me he'd become obsessed with it yeah he became obsessed with it and it sounds like a medical condition he now is obsessed with cooking which is great which is great I don't mind no do you reckon um, Rich, have you picked up like tips from watching the show, or is it just for entertainment purposes? I've picked up some tips. There's some stuff about running a restaurant, and then it's very, very low on the actual cooking tips. Yeah. But it's just nice to watch people be crap at something, so you can feel like you could definitely do better. Yeah, there is that. And there's also the fact that if you don't make dinner, that Holly's going to beat you. Yeah, so. I mean, that's perennially yeah, it's always a problem. People probably couldn't hear Rich because he's so far away. No, they could. What he said was, I am great. <laughs> Basically, he likes watching it and he likes to cook now. Yeah. And you like to eat food. And if you don't eat food, you get hangry. Yeah. And I like to break the fourth wall on podcasts. True. Is there a fourth wall Is on podcasts? Is there a fourth wall on podcasts? I'm pretty sure there's no wall. Maybe there's... All right, fine. The ceiling um, then. Moving swiftly on from this, John, do yeah. you remember our little feature on one of our last episodes, Do You Shower Your Legs? Yes. So, I've got some information for you. Oh, go on. On Loose Women, apparently, Stacey Solomon um, doesn't shower every day, so they talked about this on the show. Okay. Stacey Solomon doesn't shower every day. She horrified the panel by revealing she doesn't shower every day, and uh, Syra Khan only showers twice a week. That is mental. Yeah, Stacey said, how dirty do you have to be? You'd have to not shower for days to smell bad. I don't see what the problem is. What's wrong with a bit of sweat? And then Cyrus like agreed with her and said, the water in this country is good quality, but it's very hard, and it strips your skin of its essential oils. 
Yeah, but also after two days, like you. Sorry, if you're only like showering two days a week, I'm sorry, that's rank. Two days a week. That is rank. There are mate. seven days in a week. Correct. That's five days if my oh. math serves me right of not washing. That is fucking disgusting, mate. It's madness. I um, can kind of understand. So this all started because uh, originally Holly just used to shower just once a day, and even at that time, that was seen as controversial. amongst four of us (laughs) amongst four of us but nonetheless um, five days not washing in a week is fucking mental to me I can't get my head around that well Stacey said something like she can't find 15 minutes in the day to wash fuck off I mean she's got kids but I mean if you're listening to this and you've got kids like let us know is it possible to find 15 minutes I don't know I don't have kids yeah yeah. Is it possible? Surely they go to sleep at some point. Exactly. You could shower every night before bed. Just give them some watsits or something and just have a shower. Hang on. I mean, we've solved it. Literally, once they're in bed, yeah. you've got 15 minutes to have a shower and do whatever the fuck you want for the rest of the night. Yeah. Shut up, Stacey. Oh, do you know what? I used to think Stacey Solomon was a deep thinker. But now, no, it's over. It's over. It's gone. Um, also, you know we did a poll mm. about asking our listeners, do you wash your legs? Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, we didn't. Say, we didn't say that. We said, "How many times do you shower in a day?" Oh yeah. Um, and then the police came. It's the hygiene police. <laughs> the hygiene and they've, police. They've gone mental. Yeah. <laughs> um, Welcome so to the Mads Not What sound effects edition. You will hear uh, police cars, uh, mainly cooking sound effects. Vegan fish and chips. Vegan fish and chips and tea. Um, so John. Yeah. From our poll. Hmm. This is the biggest thing for me. Forget about what the results were. Right. Do you know how many people voted on our poll? Go on. 192 people. <laughs> yeah. We don't even have 192 listeners. How do you know? People could listen to it like, you know, without... They've hacked the system, is what I mean. <laughs> They're just listening in to someone on the tube I've, really close to their ear through their I've, earphones. What I think it is, though, Hal, is that people, what they do is they they organise big groups of them, like 50 at a time, yeah, and go, yeah. come over, yeah. we'll listen to it together, like it's such a like momentous like social occasion, Yeah, come round, we'll have a listening party, yeah. so we're getting one listen for that, but yeah. in reality, it's probably thousands, I think. I think you're right there, John. Um, so 79% said that they shower once a day, Yeah, and 21% said they shower twice a day, and just to give you a little, uh, just a little snippet of our listeners, Simon Von Seals just commented on it saying less <laughs> <laughs> that's fair so thanks for that Simon yeah. um, also just following up on some uh, housekeeping mm. Stephen Mark Orton one of our loyal listeners yeah. he just sent us a message saying on the subject of funny names did we talk about funny names yeah. like the chocolate fondant Yeah. I went to school with a guy called David Head or Mr. D Head and his dad was actually called Richard Head. Brilliant. And he put kept thinking kept thinking about that while listening earlier. Great. So his dad was called Dickhead. Which is an amazing name. It's pretty good. That is really good. Thanks for getting in touch, guys. Yeah. This this show kind of um benefits from your interaction because we just like pick random funny shit that we think is quite funny uh, to talk about, um and then just go off on random tangents. But if you um Obviously, if you've got stuff that you want to tell us about, like Dickhead, that's I great. I mean, we'll pretty much talk about anything, won't yeah. we, John? I, I would say anything. Like, yes. if someone asked me a question about anything, I'd give them the honest answer. I don't care. I'm getting better at that. Yeah, you're, you, you look at me quite worried sometimes when I ask you questions. <laughs> like, is this rude, or is, should I take this literally? Now, this is the peas going in, the mushy peas. So, let's just get an update from Richard. I can hear some scraping. How are we doing, Richard? Oh, 
<laughs> and what peas are you using there, Rich? These are the Growers Harvest Farm Grown Mushy Peas. Growers wow. Harvest Farm Grown Mushy Peas going in a pan. Six percent of your daily calories. Six percent of your daily calories. I think they can hear him. I reckon I'll be able to hear him. And I like the I fact that you're. Repeat everything I said. Yeah. I'm just going to repeat everything he says. <laughs> Perfect. Good idea. All right. Have we got any other housekeeping or are we done? This concludes the housekeeping section. Beautiful. Should we find out what's coming up in this week's show? Yeah. Yeah, baby. Coming up on Man's Not What, it's been three years since we lost to Rambe, How Old I Am, and Love Island lineup finally announced. Okay, so story one the Love Island lineup is yes! announced. <laughs> so excited. Now, Hal, you were a bit of a latecomer to Love Island. I will say, on the record, I once scoffed at those who viewed Love Island. I was never a fan. I thought it was a bit rubbish. And why would you ever watch it? Mm. And then my best friend, Rhianne Archibald, sat me down in front of an episode and I bloody loved it. And now I can't get enough. Yeah, you. I would say you're fairly obsessed. Yeah, I've got a makeup bag that says sassy and it's a Love Island one. <laughs> and you also got water bottles? I haven't. But you did have one though, didn't you? No, or did we get you one? I bought one for Rue. Oh yeah, that was it. Well, close. So yeah, big fan. Big fan. Buying all the merchandise. Yeah. So for those that don't know, obviously Love Island is pretty much like essential summer viewing for Fiat 500 Twitter uh, and for everyone else. Like Everyone loves it, don't they? It is one of those kind of, uh, it gets talked about on mainstream news outlets. It gets talked about uh, like schools, colleges, business places. I don't think everyone, everyone loves, it. loves it. Well, it's one of those like uh, X Factor mm. where... When I say everyone loves it, I mean like it's a massive program. Obviously, oh, yeah. literally, there are people that hate it. And yeah, love it. yeah. But it's like mass and really popular. And it won a BAFTA, didn't it? Probably sounds about right, doesn't it? Just say that. Let's just say that it has. <laughs> We've won one. Uh, I've just said we won a BAFTA. Yeah, we're gonna definitely best podcast, best podcast ever award, lifetime achievement. If destroyed, still true. Yeah, <laughs> facts. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like an entertaining show where. Um, Essentially, the, the original concept was attractive people go into an island, let's say 10 girls, 10 boys, and they have to pair up and then essentially kind of try and stay together as long as they can, right? Didn't it start off as a celebrity thing? Yeah, with Paul Danan. Paul Danan. He's the only celebrity I remember. What a great name, Paul Danan. It just Paul Danan. feels so nice in your mouth, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it? That's what some of the other contestants said, apparently. Uh, good. Get that as a blowjob joke. Oh, that was good. You like that sort of sexual innuendo? It's your favourite. That doesn't make me feel really awkward at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask you this, Hal. Love Island. Now it's a tough one. So every year, there's a lot of contestants. People have their favourites. Who's your favourite Love Island? Favourite Love Island contestant ever. Yeah. It's got to be Chris Hughes. Yeah, he was great. It has to be. He was a lovable kind of Oxfordshire lad, would you say? Gloucestershire yeah, lad? country boy. Country kind of. lad, yeah. Um, I haven't said lad enough. Yeah, say that more, if anything. Probably, to say lad. Um, he was just funny, wasn't he? Like He, was, he had a really good sense of humour. He was really friendly. Do you remember when they they have to do a task where they have to look after like a made up baby and they have to give it a name? Do you <laughs> yeah. remember what they called it? They called it Cash. Cash Cashews. Cashews. Because they're nuts, <laughs> innit? That's probably why. Who's your favourite Love Island contestant of um, all time? 
Yeah, I think the combo of Chris and Ken. Chris and Ken. And I think the reason that I liked the combo is because originally I thought Ken was a proper bellend. And he turned it round. And then when he became friends with Chris? No, he just turned it round. Oh, like okay. he just kind of. Because a lot of them, and I think it's, it'll be the same uh, like this year, is when they go in, it's all bravado. And they're yeah. like, yeah, I am a 10 out of 10. And I'm the best looking bloke in the entire world. Because they kind of like probably get told that like, you got to big yourself up because that's kind of the idea of the show. Yeah. Um, but actually, once they get in there, some of them turn out to be quite like all right geezers that I could probably go for a pint with. Most of them are twats, but but I mean it's highly edited, isn't it? Yeah, show. of course. So it's a TV show. It's an entertainment show. It's kind of spun in whatever way the producers want to yeah. take it. Yeah, of course. But then you know that's that's TV, isn't it? That's how yeah. it works. It's like whatever's going to make the best TV. It's like Big Brother before it. It's like they're popular shows for the characters, but ultimately it's how the producers cut and edit it to make it look look like that. I also enjoyed uh, Marcel, uh, the guy who used to be in the Blazing Squad, oh, because yeah, I like the fact he, he told everyone that he was in the Blazing Squad. And yeah, really... and he kept saying it, didn't he? <laughs> it was really good. I really uh, enjoyed it. Um, but one of the reasons that I brought it up is obviously because it's going to be the show of the summer and everyone's going to go mad about it. Um, and they love it. Um, have you seen the, the new list of... Like, have you seen the contestants? I have had a flick through, yeah. Any standouts for you? I'm not... I don't fancy any of them, if that's what you mean. Yeah, I'm not blown away. Like, they're just... There's just... They're just okay. There's... I mean, there's a couple in there that are quite I nice. suppose it's, like, maybe part of the premise of the show but I love that we're straight into objectification yeah and actually that brings me on to my next point nicely <laughs> okay. done which okay. is that there's been a big uproar about the show this year yeah about body diversity now this is one of those shows where like the whole premise is about quote-unquote attractive people like being in one space and who's going to work out together so mm. the idea of the show is uh, is objectification these are grown adults that can make the choice to kind of go in or not uh, it's not about like uh, who's the most attractive personality or who's the funniest like it's about being good looking yeah so it's it's kind of interesting to me that it's kind of turned into like this massive thing where people are like really worried about how people look and it's like I don't know what you think about it but it just so are people worried about that now yeah people are saying like how do we make the show more diverse in terms of how people look so for example like the ethnic uh, background of the cast this year is a lot more diverse. Okay, but essentially they're all knockout like gym bodied, like stunners basically. Mm. So people are saying, well, surely like this, like a cross section of different people. Like not everyone, even people that go to the gym, not yeah. necessarily have a girlfriend or boyfriend who is also in the same shape. Yeah, AKA me and my missus. <laughs> She's in great shape. I'm a mess. So. What I'm saying is if I was in Love Island, yeah. maybe there'd be a girl in there who was really hot, like yeah. my fiancé, yeah. and I could charm her with my banter, yeah. witty banter, and I'd probably tell her I'm do a cool podcast. Yeah. And then she'd go, you're right, don't worry about the like, fat, disgusting body. You've won a BAFTA. You've won a BAFTA, of course I go out with you. Yeah, that is true. And I've thought about this for a while, because there are many, many couples where there are a guy who, on paper, to look at, it's not a knockout and he's got a knockout girl because people do value personality so maybe it would be interesting and vice versa so maybe it would be interesting to have like different body shapes I don't yeah. know but also it's a beach like based show and they also like these people I suppose if like they're working out on the show because mm. they've got like a gym station in the garden mm. and they're always working out 
like as long as you're not doing it to excess that's a positive thing surely to like say look these people are working out they take care of themselves like that's I, I don't know like it's not a negative thing is it for me personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with like being in good shape and being healthy. Like, I think that that's a positive thing. If you feel bad because someone else looks good, that's your problem, not theirs. Yeah. That's my personal view. Yeah. Uh, I'm a mess, so I feel like I can kind of say it because I feel like uh, I'm not healthy and I should be more healthy. And actually, those people are people we should kind of aspire to in terms of how physically like well they look after themselves. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you can't be smart as well or that we yeah. don't we shouldn't value like intelligence yeah, and personality yeah, we definitely should and those two things can both exist together you know? yeah interesting we've got so deep John yeah deep like the ocean do you think we've lost people or gained people from our deep chat <sighs> depends like so in the room of 50 people listening at the listening oh yeah party, listening probably parties. split the crowd wouldn't it yeah so 25 so 25 absolutely. just picks up their corona and left yeah corona yeah they're all drinking coronas wow with lime but maybe half of them don't have lime. That's the divide. Yeah, and they're like, I'm a lime guy. Yeah. See you later. Like, yeah. It's like um, Brexit for the podcast generation. Yeah. Lime or no lime. Yeah. In or out. Leave or remain. Yeah. It's all the same shit in a different day. Um, but how could we make like, Love Island more like real life? So say we were in charge, like we were the producers, yeah? We're going to cast it. We're going to cast it. Yeah. We can build the set. So we can yeah. put certain things in the set. Okay. And then we could like create the games and stuff. Um how would we do it I think what we should do uh, we should interview people from like to get different cross sections so like I think we should go to like working men's clubs or yeah. like um, five a side football teams okay because you always you always get like a, like a mixture of different people there um, just an update on the food how's oh the, yeah um... how's the food going Richard good I'm glad you did that because now I can do this so just to let you know what's happening as this is not a visual thing um, we are getting sections of baking powder Powder? By powder, I mean parchment. Parchment. Being ripped. In a tray now, ready for the tofu. The chips are currently being parboiled, ready to go into a nice hot oven with hot oil. Wow. So they'll be very crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside. Mate, you're selling this to me. That's that's the food update. That's good. Um, Um, So, yes, where would we set it? I would set it probably still somewhere quite warm. Okay. Quite hot. I think it should be like a bingo hall in Hull. Ooh. Yeah, that was a leveller, isn't it? Then, if it's like on the beach, then everyone's got to like get the top off, and then like the people that are like, yeah. like me that are in good shape, they feel a bit more self-conscious. If it's somewhere cold and they've got to wear clothes, I feel it's like you've blown my mind. I didn't even think, think of about it, a no. bingo hall as a possibility. You can have it anywhere, man. Bingo hall. Wow. Yeah, that would be great. I yeah. mean, a bowling alley. Bowling alleys. Do great. they get locked in there? Then they yeah. sort of sleep in there. Okay, well maybe it's like a leisure complex in Hull. So you got bowling alley, uh, laser quest, swimming pool, maybe swimming pool, um, and bingo hall. Yeah. And then there's like the fast food bit where they can get like hot dogs and stuff like that. So I think one of the like games should be how quickly they can down a pint. Yeah. Um, how many bags of Doritos you can eat in a, a, like during one film? What flavour? We'll give them a selection of flavours. Okay. What's your favourite Doritos? Spicy Doritos. Yes. Yes, this is, why yes. this is why me and John are friends. Yeah, they're the best. And what accompaniment? Would you have it with hummus? Hummus. Yeah, of course. Hummus. 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 And just for the lawyers, that's hummus, not Hamas. We're not ah, yeah. We're not endorsing a terrorist organisation, just to... No. <coughs> not Jeremy Corbyn. Let's move on. Yeah, I saw a really funny um, hummus video on oh, yeah. the internet, because I watch things on the internet. Um, a guy except for all the stuff that's going yeah, on in the world from everything um, it's just a funny comedian saying we should brand it as who moose 
Yeah, who moves would be better, I think. Who moves, yeah. Yeah, that is good. Um, so how would I make it more diverse? Yeah. I just thought we'd get a stand-up comedy tent and okay. we all have to prepare 10 minutes of stand-up. That is good. Now, that is a leveller, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Okay, so we've got it in a um, multiplex-like um, leisure centre kind in of Hull. thing. In Hull. In uh, Hull. Tasks include drinking pints, eating Doritos... With humus and, and with humus and a stand-up set. Stand-up set. Brilliant. And we're going to get a cross-section of people from social clubs, five-a-side five teams. What else can we get? Librarians? Yeah, and an uh, adult sewing class. Bang. Done. Okay, so look forward to Man's Not What uh, Love Island edition. Coming soon. Coming soon to a bingo hall near you if you live in Hull. Right, story two. <laughs> story two. Have you heard the craze that's been going around? Probably not. This is how old I am on nope. Twitter. Okay, basically, they're like nostalgia-filled pop culture references. So okay. it's perfect man's not what territory this. Yeah. Right? And essentially, it's a really easy game. All you got to do is go on Twitter, find a picture that represents, or it could be a song, it could be like anything that you can essentially post to Twitter. Okay. That sort of illustrates... Your age. Yeah. So, for example, someone's put on here, uh, like, some, I think they're Pokemon cards, and then just put, I'm this old. And then <gasps> the next person's put, like, um, uh, what's that program? My Wife and Kids. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And then they put, I'm this old. <laughs> and then someone's put, like, these retro McDonald's toys. Oh, nice. And they're like, I'm this old. And so the whole game is... I'm this old, and then you post something that represents how oh, old you cool. are in like kind of a pop culture reference way. So I just want to know from you, my friend. What would I have? Yeah, because there's some great ones on here. Dick and Dong in the uh, Dick and Dom in the bungalow. Oh, that was good. Do I mean, that? I'm older than that. Yeah, same. Um, so I think I've found two things okay. that I've just thought of. Go on. The first one I thought of is, you know, those um, they so imagine something that looks a bit like a Game Boy type game except it's a bath toy and you play it and it's got water inside it Shit. and there are hoops and you push down the rubber oh like um, controller things and then you, the water yeah, you push it. the hoops up onto the spikes oh, yes I'm that old I'm also a WWE wrestler plastic figure of Booker T I'm also that old wow but technically good. that was more my brother so maybe I'm not that old yeah I'm going to stick with a, the bath toy. That is a really, that is a really good shout. Um, do you remember Scrooble Scramble? Mm, vaguely. Let me, let me show you. Is some. this a game? Scrooble Scramble, yeah. Let me tell you a little something about Scrooble Scramble. Okay. Scrooble Scramble was the game that all the kids in my village, their parents had it. You lived in a village? Yeah, mate. Look at this shit. Look. I've just found out that you lived in a village. Yeah, when I was growing up, I lived in a village. How did you not know that? That's quite quaint. Not really. No. I mean, it's just a village. Oh. Yeah, I mean. And basically, the idea of the game is you have a little, um, you have a little, like, what's it called? Uh, oh, ball bearing. Oh, okay. And you have to, like, tap and move it and get it across the, like, course. It's like an assault course yeah. for a ball, ball bearing. bearing. Wow. And it also, it looks a bit like the game Mousetrap. Yeah, exactly. But it's. But you just got buttons that you have to, like, tap oh. to. Oh, Mate, it's such a cool game. It's so sick. I absolutely. It's so sweet as well, isn't it? Like yeah. as a concept, like just, just imagine the hours of fun you could provide someone with. Yeah, just for the retroness. Listen to the sounds, guys. But don't be angry out there. Listen to the sounds. 
Scrooble Scramble player. It's quite satisfying, isn't it? It is really satisfying. I could watch that for ages. So the American uh, voice that you hear is not John playing it as a child. No, no, that's not me playing as a child. I wasn't an American child, like grew up in an American village. Do they even? <laughs> what, do Americans have villages? I don't know. We've got American listeners. Let us know. Yeah. What? Do you have villages? Do you have, guys. Do you have villages? Guys, do you have villages right now? Do you have villages? You definitely have towns. Yeah. And they obviously have cities. Yeah. But I've never heard American like, oh yeah, I grew up in a village. I don't a think that's village. a thing. Village? don't think that's a thing. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. We've got some, yeah, like Contact you said. Contact us. We've got some American listeners. Please. DM us. Yeah. No, publicly post it, mate. Oh, I was going to say slide into our DMs. Oh, you can say it because it sounds cool, but just... I've never said it out loud Slide into before. our Paul Denans. Paul Denans. Yeah. Still enjoying saying that. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, well, that was it, mate. Great. That's how old we are. Um, Great. But yeah, post some on there for us as well. Yeah. And then tag us. That'd be good. I might post mine. Yeah. And then just oh, let's get a thread going. Mm. All of our listeners. That's what we need. Yeah. All of our listeners. We want to know how old you are by playing this game. Post in the thread. So post, post in, in the, the thread. thread. Post, post in, in the thread. thread. Right. We're going to have a quick break and then it's time to. Shame. Truths. <laughs> oh. Oh. Come on, mate. Two truths, one lie. Baby. <laughs> break time. Oh yes, it's break time. Have yourself a break time. Motherfucking break time, bitches. Break time. Break your face and break your time. Break time. Boy, I ain't playing. It's break time, baby. Break time's over. So, just an update on the food. Uh, what's going on? Some sort of whisking, mate. Uh, yeah, I'm currently making the batter. So, just adding the milk and the pre-made dry ingredients together. Uh, it's, it's mad because I actually put paprika in it, so it's going to be absolutely delicious. Perfect. Well, that sounds really nice. Sounds really good. <laughs> really excited. I hope you're enjoying this culinary journey that we're taking you on yeah. tonight. The life of a vegan chef. Yeah. This might call the episode that. Just get rid of the all life the normal of stuff. A vegan chef. <laughs> Just episode 19, the life of a vegan chef. And people will be like, what's going on? Why is there only one story? I don't understand. <laughs> Why is there only one story? I haven't heard about that. <laughs> it's bizarre. Richard. Um, it's your time to shine, baby. It's time for two truths, one lie. So two truths, one lie. Oh, yeah. Talking about two, two truths, one lie. Motherfuckers, it's two truths, one lie. <laughs> this week, two yeah. truths, one lie is yeah. all about crazy weather. Crazy weather. Crazy weather. So, John. Yeah. Here are your statements. Shit, girl. Rain contains vitamin B12. Okay. In 2010, it rained a live fish in an Australian village. <laughs> Just one. Come back to that. The largest <laughs> hailstone ever recorded was in Nebraska. Okay. Can I just confirm that I read out the Australian one wrong? Okay, read it again, babes. In 2010, it rained live fish right. in an Australian village. Okay, right. Okay. So, let me process that. Vitamin B in rain. B12. B12 in rain. Raining live fish in Australia. Yep. And 
What's the last one? Largest hailstone ever recorded was in Nebraska. Okay, well, Nebraska is a cold place. Water freezing, making a fuck-off hailstone. Fairly plausible. Uh, The fish raining thing. Now, I've heard these, like, riddles, like, oh, how did the fish rain? It turns out it's a forest fire. They go to, like, a lake or something, scoop up the water, drop it on the town, and it feels like it's raining fish. So I've heard stuff like that before. So I think the lie is the B12 water, bruv. Is that your final answer, John? That's my final answer. You are incorrect. Oh, shit, son. So rain does contain the vitamin B12. Okay. It did rain live fish in an Australian village called Lager Manu. Okay. And I made up the largest hailstone ever recorded was in Nebraska. Where is the largest hailstone recorded? Somewhere else. Because if I look it up and it's Nebraska, mate. It isn't Nebraska. I'm going to be fucking raging. I mean, let's just say... Right, the biggest... Let's just say hailstone that I am definitely right. Ever and recorded. Nebraska was a lie. I love the largest officially recognised hailstone on record to have been captured in the US was that which fell in Vivian, South Dakota. Ah, so I was right. But so that's you, only the one in, in the US. Can we address your trust that's issues only one in the US. with me? Mm. All right. John uh, doesn't trust me. Well, I'm just saying, you've got to do, you know, go the extra mile to make sure, because... I mean, I did. Did you? Yeah. Where is it then? I don't know, but it's not right. Nebraska. But how did you know it's not Nebraska if you don't know Because after I made up the fake fact, right. I googled where was the biggest one recorded. But, right, but you don't know where it is. But I didn't write it down, no. Right. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yep, so I don't know what the score is, but... Um, yeah, we'll probably keep count next month. We fucked it, this one, haven't we? I we think you'll just go back and find I out. I think you're 2-1 up. I think I'm winning. Yeah, I think you're winning, 2-1. Pretty sure you're 2-1 up. I think we said that you were going to buy me a prize. Uh, the prize is a... Handmade dinner by uh, your husband. Handmade, as opposed to what? <laughs> a foot made. A foot made. That'd be alright. Yeah? Yeah. Or a face made. Face made. Lemonade. My favourite. Nah, Coke's better. Made.com. Made.com. I'm just saying things with made. Yeah, in it. Minute Made. Any others? Richard ha- Maidley. <laughs> the Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, nah, I'm done. Right. <laughs> Story three. You ready for this? Yep. Now, if I say to you the name Harambe, what does that oh, conjure in your mind? That was that monkey that died. It wasn't just a monkey, it was a beautiful gorilla. Oh. Yeah. Um, three years, RIP to Harambe. Mm. Now, I've got some interesting facts for you. Okay. Uh, these are more personal facts about my life. Um, Not about a gorilla? Well, they're, they're linked. They're oh, intrinsically okay. linked. So okay. when the story originally came out, um, me and my other half found it really sad, but also we liked the fact that it'd become its own meme. Do you remember the dicks out for Harambe meme? No. Fucking hell, Holly. So basically, when Harambe passed, people were like, thought it was really sad, but then the internet did its thing and kind of embraced it as like this cultural meme. And dicks out for Harambe was like trending on Twitter. It sounds horrendous. Nah, it's more of... Dicks out for Harambe song. Holy shit. Let's give this a go. Dicks out for Harambe song. I've never played this. Don't know what it's going to be. Could be absolute carnage. We'll give it a go. Seems probably like a good idea to definitely play it then. Yeah, just play it. Harambe. 
Jigs out for Harambe. Jigs out for Harambe. Okay, I'm so confused. Can you please explain? <laughs> I don't think I need to explain. But, okay. Yeah, so basically what they're saying is... So, a, a gorilla <laughs> died and then people... I don't understand. <laughs> Basically, the internet decided to do what it does best, which is be weird, right? So they're like, oh, we, what can we do to remember Harambe? Like, can we, like, build a fucking statue, a memorial? Can we do this? And someone just obviously put through away the line, which is, why don't we just get our dicks out for Harambe? <laughs> <laughs> and people ran with it. Like, there's no actual pictures of people getting their dicks out or actually getting them out. Just okay. saying, get your dick out for Harambe became, okay. became a meme, right? Yeah. So the song is like, they've obviously done a no to this whole internet meme okay anyway so it's been, it's been three years since poor Harambe kicked the bucket yeah um, so it just reminded me of uh, the whole dicks out for Harambe meme and mm. I bought uh, for Christmas one year I bought Ree a dicks out for Harambe t-shirt oh. to wear to bed and she still wears it and she absolutely loves it uh, and I sometimes say to her come to me Harambe <laughs> why it's <laughs> just funny <laughs> Like when she's sad or whatever, I just go, come to me, Harambe. <laughs> so, yeah. So, when I saw this was like trending again, I was like, oh, Harambe. Like, bit of a internet meme legend. <laughs> and seeing as like our show is about internet memes, I was yeah. like, this is perfect. Um, but while we're talking about animals, mm. what's your favourite animal, mate? Is this your question linked to the topic? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and would you get your dick out for Seems it? Seems <laughs> tenuous. Um, what is my favourite animal? Mm. A fox. Okay, well that's good. I'm glad you said that because this is my follow-up question, much more intrinsically linked to original said story. If you lived in a zoo, so you were in a zoo, mm-hmm. who would be your... I live in a zoo. Mm, who would be your best friend then because there's no foxes in zoos. Am I me? You're you, but you live with the animals. Are people coming to look at me? Yep. What am I wearing? What you like? I'm not naked, am I? Nah. Because animals don't have clothes on. Don't they? How do we know that they... Don't, didn't just buy all that fur. That's uh, a good point. On the black market. You can get anything there. Um, who would I be friends with in the zoo? Probably the elephants. You reckon? Yeah, because they're big, aren't they? Why would you be friends with them? Because they're big. Because I'm big and we're friends. Is that your logic? Yeah. Ridiculous. Protection, isn't it? Protection. <laughs> you know elephants, tell yeah. you a fun fact. Elephants think that we are cute, oh. like kittens and puppies. That's how they see us. You know when we look at a kitten or a puppy yeah. and we think they're cute? Elephants think that when they look at us. You reckon? Yeah. Is that, how do they... How does science... I don't know. This is another classic even as I, science. Even as I said it out loud, I actually it's don't understand. Here he goes, the chef's piping up. Come right, over sorry, here, the, chef. Sorry, there's a chef who wants to say something. Right, come on. I could be talking out of my arms. Right, not for um, the first time. Yeah. But I thought it was a brainwave thing. It's the same part of our brain that tri- gets triggered when we see like a cute baby or a cute cat. Their brain... There we go. Science corner, guys. There we go. So made up science. Chefing and science. Science facts. He could come to Hull, be in the bingo hall. He clean up, absolutely clean up. But can we just for a moment just think? We're as cute as kittens and puppies. (laughs) That is kind of cute, actually. I'd be like, you know, in like now we look at like fat kittens and fat puppies, (laughs) like a sharpe, and go, oh look at him, he's so cute. All these rolls, rolls around their eyes. Yeah, that's me. That's oh, what elephants look when they go to see me. They go, "Oh my god, look at that sharp!" You're even one. cuter then. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Imagine so how cute. cute you are to elephants, mate. I'm so cute to elephants. That's going to be in my bio. Cute to elephants. 
<laughs> John Bass, podcaster. No context, just hi- hip hop head and cute to elephants. Cute to elephants. I dare you to put it as your Twitter bio for a week. All right, but it's just annoying to have to edit it back. I might just put in the man's oh, not what one. Here he goes. Backing out already. Classic. Yep. Classic Sharpe. Mm. Always back. What's your favourite animal? Favourite animal? Uh, I like lions. Mm. They're just fucking hard, aren't they? Yeah. They're just cool. Like they're brave and they're just big and massive. Also, like honey badgers. Because okay. they're really brave and savage and their skin's like bulletproof. Their like, claws are like razor sharp. They're not scared of anything and they're just vicious and attack anyone. I quite like that. Good. Pretty cool. <laughs> but just remember, Holly, I am cute to elephants. <laughs> um, talking of animals. Yes. We had a listener question that was listener sort of questions. about animals, wasn't it? Thanks, guys. Yeah, who was it from? So this listener question was from Jenna, a.k.a. Navi the Fairy. Yeah, one of the 30%ers. Do you want to describe the question? So the question is, she sent us a, a picture uh, and essentially it just says, how do you know what a centaur is, Holly? If yeah, I, like, it's a man, a man horse. Oh, yeah, you have to say that <coughs> clearly, otherwise. A man horse. Yeah. <laughs> you got that, Ian. Yeah. Sagittarius, basically. You know, like half man, half horse. Oh, okay. Are you yeah. a Sagittarius? I am. Oh yeah. Mm. You're a centaur. Ah oh, yeah. Leisure centaur. I think they're a bit weird, but sure. They are weird. But anyway, they're a mythological creature with the body of a horse and then the upper torso and head and arms of a man, right? Yeah. And what what she's asked us is, how would a centaur wear pants? Now, because this is like uh, an Americanism. Yeah, which I really cannot stand. I'm sorry. But I've told you this before. I'm coming around to it. They are pants. Yeah. Because what do you wear? Underpants. So there's got to be pants. I mean, I'll never say it because it sounds. If I started saying it, people be yeah. like, "Who the fuck?" I just is like this trousers, to, you know, trousers yeah. or jeans. But it does make sense, though, it does, doesn't it? it does Underpants make sense. means that they must be pants. Yeah, it's, it's one of the only things Americans have actually got it, right. It does make sense. Yeah. So, she's saying, how would they wear pants? Now, one of them is <laughs> all four legs in the pants. One is just the back legs in. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is just the front legs in but like kind of with the back legs hanging out the back and then the other one is like really high up the body but all of <laughs> literally everything is covered yeah um, what do you think's the best way to go all of them unsettle me apart from the last one where the entire horse's body butt and legs yeah. are in the trousers and only his torso arms and head are outside that's the only way I can feel comfortable about this. Yeah, that's the one that most like resembles normality to me as well. Yeah. Uh, most of them remind me of Kim Kardashian, though. Every time I look at them, I just like <laughs> picture her big, big old booty. Well, just... the first one makes me feel so uneasy because it's just it's his legs and half of the horse's body in trousers, and then you know that like action man male. V. Yeah. What What's that area called down there? I don't know groin <laughs> zone the groin when you get the groin area and the lines of like the action man figure yeah. they're like hanging out and I don't like it can I ask a genuine question right based on these, this picture and also just like, where is his um, penis because it's not at the back yeah and it's not at the front because that like that is crucial to where the gene maybe they just goes. missed it out of this cartoon maybe because if it's because if it's at the front then obviously the ones because you need to go to the toilet don't yeah, you yeah exactly and mate with other female is it female something? they must be 
But so what I mean is, and the, the, this is relevant, is that if it's at the front normally, then obviously it's got yeah, to be a front covering. You could just have like a little flap, couldn't you? The buttons. No, but what I mean is, you, it needs to at least be at the front because otherwise, your old boy's going to be hanging out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there, if his cock was at the front, it's just going to be hanging I out. I say wear the big, big trousers and just get like a little button flap to go to the toilet. That's the winner, isn't it? Yeah. Bottom right. We'll tweet this picture out so it'll make more context for you. But but bottom right is the one, man. Yes. So um, everything covered all the way up to his torso. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Thanks for that one. Yeah, um, thank you. We had another listener question from Nick M. Sharp. He says, late Eurovision nationalism question. <laughs> John, yeah. would you rather represent Britain and finish guaranteed dead last yeah. or represent a random nation you have a tenuous link to and have a genuine chance to win? Uh, always represent Britain and finish last. And what I would do, my performance would be me listing uh, all the times that we'd saved other countries during conflicts. As a song? Uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't even have any music. I'd just read it, a list. I'd just go out there. I'd, I'd wear the most extravagant outfit. Yeah. And then... Just as it's about to start, just like Pyrex just go off like, and then I just go, the Georgian conflict of 1939. Like, just yeah, read it like it's that. the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, but so, you can have songs that are just words. Can't you just sing it? No. Nah. Just a bit of music in the background. No. Nah. Otherwise, it's a poetry night. I'll do it, I'll tell you what then, I'll do it in a grime style. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, just do that, mate, probably. Um, good question, though, isn't it? It is a good question. And I have no more listener questions. That's how it, but that's thanks, how it goes guys. Sometimes. They were brilliant. That is how it goes sometimes. Do you want to um, quickly? Because uh, I just remembered that the other day I was going through a load of really good would you rather's. Yeah. That, um, I got sent basically a link to it. I just got to see if I can find it. So you just just talk amongst yourself. Um, so whilst you do that, I'll ask you in a second if you've got anything to plug. But I. Yeah. What have you got to plug? Well, I've got a gig on Wednesday, the sixth of June. At the Tap Room in London, Islington, it's eight o'clock. It's with my comedy group, The Right Kind of Trouble, and it's five pounds to get in. So if you fancy a couple of beers, you live in London, you want some see some comedy, come I'm along. Hey, that's that's gonna be good, isn't it? Yeah, it'd be a nice little night. Right Kind of Trouble are really good. Like I know I'm just like could just say it because we're sitting here, but yeah. um, I think I said it before. Like I was kind of skeptical about um, improv. But actually, I had a really good time. Like it was really, um, really fun when I went before. So if you're interested in seeing Holly live in the flesh, so you can like put that like face to a, a voice. Yeah. Do that, but don't like say anything weird like references from pods when she's doing the show. <laughs> I don't ruin it. I mean, just go and watch, observe quietly. Yeah. Just pay your money and shut up, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, I found this thing. Okay, great. It's just basically loads of random. Uh, would you rather's here yeah. so I thought we'd just smash a couple of these would you rather sneeze all the time or have hiccups all the time <coughs> or oh, cough to death <laughs> cough to death <laughs> that's good uh, I would rather have hiccups because at least they're intermittent whereas sneezing is just it gets like quite painful. I'd rather sneeze all the time would hiccups you? annoy me so much yeah but like it would be sneezing as frequently as your hiccup the hiccups like it is annoying yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both annoying obviously that's what the question's all about um, would you rather die in a zombie attack or a shark attack shark attack I don't want the zombies to beat me 
oh, but can you imagine like being in the sea and then a massive shark like taking you down at least with a zombie attack you're like you can kind of fight back a little bit true you might you might oh no you die you definitely die i'm gonna ask you one yeah would you rather paint a wall with your face or your knees shit uh, definitely my knees because I think once you've done that your knees are scarred up and fucked just don't wear shorts if your face is done and this is the money maker though to be honest as well yeah like people are going god do you remember that really good looking Sharpe well the elephants are exactly they're going oh look at that Sharpe so oh I hurt his face cute. what's the Sharpe it's a dog innit oh yeah I thought we talked about that earlier were we yeah there's some cute dogs innit I don't know. Wow, you just had a like. <laughs> we literally spoke about that five minutes ago. Okay. Rich. Yeah, absolutely. Right, you mate, that's mental. The cute fluffy <laughs> ones. That's what they're called. The Sharpe. Oh, the rolly ones. Fuck. I just call them Rose Face. <laughs> roll Face Dog. Oh, cute Roll Face Dog. What breed is that? Is that a Roll Face Dog? <laughs> no, it's a Sharpe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Roll Face. Roll Face. Roll Face Sharpe Dog. Rolf. Rolf. Rolf Face. What's your Roll Face Dog called, Rolf? <laughs> Surname face. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Um, okay, last one. Would you rather fight 100 duck sized horses or one horse sized duck? 100 duck sized horses. You? Yeah, because I think I could just kick them. Boot them? Yeah. I mean, it's quite cruel, isn't it? But. <laughs> Vegan's just like. Boot them in the face. Yeah, just boot loads of animals. <laughs> you could have chosen one animal to to have a fight with. No, you chosen a hundred. Just kick a hundred. Hundred. Vegan kills a hundred duck-sized horses in <laughs> malicious attack. Um, but goes home with a roll-faced dog. Goes home with a roll-faced dog and a delicious dinner made by her husband. Do you have anything to plug, John Bass? Uh, yes. I have just recorded, and it's out right now, a most recent episode of the Notorious P.O.D. podcast on demand. Um, and it's about, do you know Most Def? I've asked this Yeah, before. you told me about it in last week. Yeah. Most Def and Talib Kweli's album called uh, Black Star. Um, That's a lovely name, Talib Kweli'd. Talib. Oh, Talib. Kweli. Kweli. Oh, Talib Kweli'd is, is better, though. That is better, yeah. That's not his name. <laughs> Uh, and also, didn't we were talking about Mos Def, and I was like... And I said, I think I said, isn't he called Mos Def? Mos Def. I was like, <laughs> no, because it stands for most definitely. Mos, isn't he Mos Def? Mos Def. Yep, good. So, <laughs> that podcast is out right now. Uh, we talk about the album, talk about a load of other stuff, and then we've also got a bonus episode, which will be out a couple of weeks' time, which is about Wiley's uh, Treading on Thin Ice's debut album. So... Yeah, great. I've also listened to the Notorious P.O.D. Oh yeah, I'm not a hip hop head. Oh yeah, but I did really like it. Oh, nice one, mate. Um, Which one did you listen to? I listened to the one where you and Gaz were talking about the Fugees. Oh yeah, the score album. Yeah, Yeah. and I asked you a question about Humus. Oh yeah, and you answered it. Yeah, and told you to shut up. And I'm not saying that I only listen to podcasts that have humus in, but I am. <laughs> or I only talk about humus. Yeah. Or cute little dogs. Imagine if there's a podcast about humus. I'd we, listen to that. Man's not humus. If there isn't a podcast about humus, I'm making one. Good. Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> right, before we go, um, Rich, give us the lowdown on the dinner. How's it looking, mate? Are you happy? I am happy. Chips looking good. Uh, I'm about to make a shitload of noise with the oil. Just getting it up to up to the right temperature, and then whacking the battered stuff and make it all greasy and tasty. 
Perfect. Well, on that note, Holly, you going to enjoy your dinner? I'm going to enjoy my dinner. I'm going to go home and make my own dinner, which won't be we as good. could have just offered you dinner, couldn't we? Yeah, I mean, we've been doing a whole episode about your dinner. No one's mentioned it, so I'm <laughs> fucking livid, mate. Right, I'm going to go murder Holly and Rich. Bye! man's not what i've learned that john and i are setting up a bingo hall in hull for a love island special i am as old as a game boy bath toy and john is as old as a bouncing bull bearing and i'm off to kick 100 animals in the face with my roll face dog friend john bass <laughs>